morning and welcome to Drive with the Healthy Entrepreneur. My name is Rebecca Corbett and I'm the Healthy Entrepreneur and you are going to be with me for the next 10 minutes of my drive to work. That is 10 minutes of guilt-free procrastination. Make a cuppa, come back, listen to this and in 10 minutes time, put that phone away and crack on with your work. Right, so this week I want to talk to you about cash is king. So sometimes when we go into business, we think all about the idea, what it is that we're going to sell, the service that we're going to provide. We think about how awesome that's going to be. It's usually something that you've come up with because it's a problem that you face yourself, which is exciting because you're solving one of your own problems. Less often, it's because you've actually had a look at the market to see what is needed. But usually in that first part um, of setting up your business, it's so exciting. You're thinking about a name, you're thinking about a logo. If you're a creative person, that is just like up your alley. If you're not a creative person, it gives you a chance to be creative for a second and all that sort of stuff is really fun. Trying to find a name that's available as a domain name and available as a registered trading name, all of that jazz, it's really exciting. But the number one step that people miss in that process when they're opening up a business is to have a look at their cash flow forecast. Now, you might be thinking, well, how on earth can I do a cash flow forecast if I haven't even opened yet? Well, it's not as hard as you may think. So the first thing that you need to do is have a look at your startup costs. Now, I'm not talking about just your fit out. I'm not talking about just the equipment that you'll need. I'm talking about the bond that you would need for your electricity. If you are having a bricks and mortar store um, and you're in a commercial premises, then generally your electricity provider will request a bond. Now, if you've never held a commercial lease before, you may be in for a little bit of a shock. Um, your electricity bond can be anywhere between four and $8,000, sometimes more. Um, because you're a commercial premises. Um, now, that may not be the case in every instance, but for every business that I've worked with that have opened up um, in a bricks and mortar with a commercial lease, it's been a minimum of $3,000. And Ergon won't let you pay that off. You literally won't have electricity until you've paid the bond. So things like that that you need to be aware of need to go into the startup costs. So you've got your electricity bond. You've got your bond for your lease on your premises, which is usually four weeks. Um, you probably, you really need to be putting in there the lease for the entire year. We're looking at a whole year's worth of expenses and your startup costs. You can have a look at it two ways, what you need to actually get started and what you need for the year. But when you're doing a cash flow forecast, we look at the entire year. Um, you want to have a look at any staffing expenses that you're going to have for the year. Calculate their wage for the year. Um, you try and estimate your electricity costs for the year. Um, all of that stuff. Your marketing budget. You might say, well, I'm just going to spend what I have. Well, you know what? You probably want to put in there a marketing budget because without a budget, marketing is not necessarily always free. There are some great ways to market and advertise your business for free. But if you want a really good launch and a really good start um, where you start making income immediately, you are going to need to invest in a marketing strategy. So you put all of those details down. You've got a figure then of what it's going to cost you to operate for a year. Now I want you to have a look at your income. If you are hiring employees, are there any grants available for them? 
at the time of recording this podcast, there are grants available for um, people under 25 and there are grants available for people who are over 25 and live in a rural area. If you're not sure about those, um, I can send you a link to be able to find those um, grants. Just let me know. So you want to put those down of income because it is going to be considered your income in the year when you do have a grant. Um, Then you want to have a look at um, the other things. What are you selling? How many items do you expect to sell and what are you selling them at? Now that can be hard and if you don't know that, then there are other ways to do it. So the first thing, if you are a service, what you want to have a look at is if those are your startup costs for the year, Um, That's your overhead, obviously. How many days per week are you going to work? How many hours in the day do you want to work? And then account for public holidays and any holidays that you take. And I can see the eye rolls from here, from those of you who have had a business for a while about having a public holiday off. Generally doesn't happen when we own a business. But I do urge you to try and take time off as much as possible. Obviously, in the first six to 12 months of your business, you may want to take advantage of those days to get somewhere, but eventually you should be taking those off and having your rest and relaxation time. So you want to take into account those. Then have a look at what you think you might want to charge per hour. So calculate that, the amount of days per year that you can work, the amount of hours per day that you are going to work, and what you think your charge out rate will be. Does that now equal your year of expenses? Is it more than your year of expenses? If you didn't include your own wage and your expenses, what's left over, that's your wage. Is that what you want to work for? Maybe you're surprised. Maybe you've done this calculation and you look at it and you go, yes, that is what I want to earn. Thank you. That's amazing. That is fantastic. And that is great. That means that your business is financially viable and you can make what you need to. If you're doing this exercise and you're having a look at the hours in the day that you're going to work and you're having a look at the expenses that it's going to cost you for the year and you're going, that's only just going to cover my expenses, not including paying yourself, then we need to readjust. There's a few things. One, did you overestimate your expenses at all? Can we cut down on those? Is there anything that we can cut down on? Is your fit out extravagant? Can we roll it back? The equipment that you're buying, do you need the top dollar expensive model straight away? Can you buy a secondhand refurbed machine? Then we have a look, once we've done that, we have a look at what are you charging? What are the other people in your area charging? If you think, oh, you know what, I'll just charge $20 an hour to start with so that people use me, now is the time to have a look at that. What are, what's everyone else charging? Are they charging 35 an hour? Are they charging 40 an hour? So why would you charge 20 and undervalue yourself? People are going to look at that and think one of two things. Great, I can get this really cheap. And the people who want it cheap are also wanting a really amazing job. Um, or they're going to say, wow, they're only 20 and everybody else is 40. They must not be very good. Start out as you mean to go. There is no point in charging $20 an hour and working for nothing or worse, working at a loss and paying to do that job. So we have a look at that. We have a look at that hourly rate. Now, of course, if you are selling goods, this calculation is a little more complicated in that if you have more than one retail line to calculate that, you are looking at a little bit of a guess. However, it still works the same. 
you have your expenses for the year. Now have a look at what is your potential for selling. Are you selling online? Your hours may not count. Um, if you are a bricks and mortar store and you're open five days a week, how many people do you think will come in in a day? But just have a look. How many of those items do you need to sell in order to cover those expenses? And then when you know how many that you need to sell a year, divide that up by the days in the year that you are open. Is it realistic? Do you need to make one sale a day? That's probably achievable. Do you need to make 10 sales in a day? Okay, that could also be achievable depending on what you're doing. Do you need to make 100 sales of that item in a day to make that work? Because if you need to make 100 sales in a day to make that work, then you're going to be looking at a really high marketing cost to achieve that which is fine you may have included that really high marketing cost in your in your startup cost and that's fine so you can see that there's no real rhyme or reason there is a little bit of thought process to your calculation but by calculating that before you start you know that what you're doing is actually financially viable and you know that it's okay to start if you haven't done this calculation yet and you're thinking about starting a business I really urge you to because it may be that missing piece of the puzzle that you need to say yes I know I can do this or you know what maybe I should look at something else or pivot to something slightly different if you would like some help in doing your cash flow forecast, I am available for one-to-one -one sessions. You can contact me on my Facebook page, The Healthy Entrepreneur, or you can find me on Instagram at The Healthy Entrepreneur Official. You can also email me, Rebecca at healthyentrepreneur.com.au, and you can find all of those details on my website, www.healthyentrepreneur.com.au. So that's it from me for this week. I hope that's been really thought-provoking for you and I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Have you done your cash flow forecast? What did you find? Are you killing it? Are you going to be able to make more than you thought or are you a little bit worried that those margins a little bit slim? Let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Take care, guys. See you next week.